My name is Michael Markarian and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. You are listening to the Sustainable Packaging Show Season 1. Keep an eye out for Season 2 coming soon. Now with today's show. Good morning and welcome back to the Sustainable Packaging Show. I'm your host, Mike Markarian. Thank you again for tuning in to the Sustainable Packaging Show. Thank you for caring about topics like sustainable packaging. Thank you for helping us end greenwashing in sustainable packaging. The time for greenwashing is over. And the time for genuine sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet has begun. And as more people start adopting these practices, what I'm excited to see happen, because this happens in any market, any market in business, this is what happens. The market starts and the market might be small. And then people start launching products. And we start to build off each other's successes. So, you know, right now, sustainable packaging, there's some of it out there, but it's few and far between. But as it starts happening on a mass scale and big brands start adopting it, and then those, you know, individuals who run other big brands are in stores and they see the packaging and they start to look at what that individual has. And then they want to make an improvement to that. They want to raise the bar. And this continual raising of the bar is what makes our economy work. It's what makes, I think, our country work in the United States, that innovative entrepreneurial spirit. So I want to see that happen in the world of sustainable packaging where we can use this the uh, capitalist mindset of you know free market may the best man win I want to get that that that's what ultimately drives innovation and I want to get that into sustainable packaging I want to see that happen soon um, and again if you're not um, a capitalist I don't really care, but um, whatever's going to drive you to create that improvement. But I'm, I'm no, uh, let's not be naive, ladies and gentlemen. What drives a lot of activity in the world of sustainability, whether you like it or not, is business. And business is a great thing. Business is producing, you know, the paychecks that all of us live on. So, but business motives, when we can create things that are, you know, when that package that you launch boosts your sales by 30%. Your boss is going to invest a lot more money than it being, oh, it's a 20% incremental increase to our cost, and that's going to be a reduction to the bottom line. So I think that when we see, what we we need to see, I guess maybe here's my point, and then we'll get into today's show. You never know where I'm going to go with this, right, guys? What I think needs to happen is that I think this mindset that sustainable packaging is more and it's not really that important and it's not going to make an impact is based on the fact that we've been greenwashing all these years. We've been greenwashing collectively and it needs to stop. And that when we stop greenwashing and we can start substantiating our claims and we can collectively start raising the bar in sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet, we can message properly, consumers know what to do with those packages when they're done with them, 
when this becomes more of a real authentic thing, I think you're going to see massive spikes in sales of the brands that are adopting these practices and you're going to see the brands that are ignoring them. They're going to ignore them at their own detriment. That's my personal belief. And we'll see if I'm right about that. But that's going to be the moment, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be the moment when your bosses and when your uh, supervisors and when you're, when the VPs at your companies or the CEOs are going to say, it's time to invest. It's time to invest because there's a financial reason to do so. And maybe 20% of them will be genuinely motivated like, you know, like we are probably. I, I don't know if you're listening to this show, you probably have a genuine passion. But it's going to be when there's a financial reason to do so. And I believe the financial reason is going to come only um, when it's genuine, when it's real. Because when it's real, consumers are going to feel it and they're going to adopt those brands. But right now, you could be spending more on a sustainable board and people don't even know about it. And the CEO might say, I just spent a million dollars extra, $10 million extra, $100 million extra. And no one even knows what we're doing. So this is where storytelling comes in place. This is where, again, just the truth, right? Go with the truth. What's the, you got to really, we've been greenwashing too much collectively, guys. And it's taken us to this point where, you know, we got some sustainable packaging in the world, but not enough. All right. So that's my thought of the day, ladies and gentlemen. I want to talk to you today about um, uh, an organization that's very popular in, sustainability circles. It's called the Sustainable Packaging Coalition. And it's something that um, I've researched briefly, right? I'm on calls and people say, oh, do you know the Sustainable Packaging Coalition? Um, And I want to look into it a little bit more and and familiarize you guys with with what they do and who they are. So Sustainable Packaging Coalition, I'm just on their website. Let's let's do, you know, that's what we do on this show sometimes. Sometimes I have a great agenda other times I'm just researching for myself and I want to research with you guys. I think I think you'll find it valuable. So we'll do um, run this about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, okay, so Sustainable Packaging Coalition. Sustainable Packaging Coalition is the leading voice on sustainable packaging with a membership that encompasses the entire supply chain. Okay, project SPC what they uh, abbreviate, has developed tools, applications, and services to help your company take meaningful actions towards packaging sustainability. See all projects. So let's click that. Projects. SPC provides value to its members and promotes innovation and education within the packaging community at large through SPC projects, tools, and educational courses. So they have education, um, ASTRX, Applying Systems Thinking to Recycling, SBC and Recycling Partnerships Initiative to Build a Roadmap to a Stronger Recycling Industry, American Recycling Industry. As we talked about, you know, this idea of of plastics and, you know, sure, plastics are ending up in oceans and that is horrific and we need to stop that. But maybe the root problem here, and I sometimes debate, you know, Gosh, even if you improved recycling, but maybe the root problem is that our recycling systems are are A, not efficient, B, they're not marketed well, so consumers don't even think it's worth their while to recycle anymore, so they just, you know, I don't know, they're just mindless. Um, so anyways, that's um, a great initiative there. So 
I, I like what I'm seeing already. SPC Entrepreneur Challenges. SPC is always keeping tabs on what's happening in the world of sustainable packaging innovation. So they have Entrepreneur Challenges, Design for Recycled Content Guide, this definitive guide for scaling up use on recycled content and packaging, the essentials of sustainable packaging, online courses. So this is, you know, education, SPC Forest Products, Reti Recycled Material Standards. Standard, RMS, third-party standard and tool to address challenges within recycling value chain. SBC Innovator Rewards. Let's look at that. The SBC Packaging Coalition recognizes meaningful contributions and advancements toward more. And it looks like it got cut off. Submissions are open. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe Contempo should submit into this. I'm glad I'm looking at this. So... Award challenges, innovation in responsible sourcing, innovation in design optimization. You know, they say one of the ways to make things more sustainable is to use less material. So can you make the footprint more compact? Which, frankly, has been a challenge in the cannabis industry where Contempo is a leader. And in many industries where there's a lot of regulatory information. Sometimes the package size is dictated by the, the amount of regulatory information uh, that is needed. So maybe we need to tell them we need less regulatory, right? Be the stuff that's actually important, not just the stuff that no one reads. Um, neither here nor there, right? Innovation in recovery, recognizing breakthroughs in the quantity and or quality of recovered packaging, including design improvements that enable greater compatibility with existing recovery infrastructure. So like... Um, it's easy to just say, let's build new plants. Okay, that's going to be billions of dollars in 15 years. I want to solve these problems before 15 years from now. There's a lot of great stuff. Partnerships to advance recovery practices and or participation. So this, this, these guys have been around a long time. Um, all right, so let's continue here. Join the industry's leading companies to become one of the members. I believe there's a membership fee. I think it's... Uh, so a large corporation, more than a billion dollars a year, it's 12,500 a year. Um, medium corporation, 6,600. Small corporation, 2,750 a year. Government agencies, 1,000 a year. Affiliate government agencies slash academic institutions, it's free. So... That's SPC. Let's learn a little bit more about our mission. Sustainable Packaging Coalition is a membership-based collaborative that believes in the power of the industry to make packaging more sustainable. We're, we're the leading voice on sustainable packaging. We're passionate about creating packaging that's good for people and the environment. Okay, sounds good. I think that's you know sort of what we believe here. Our mission is to bring packaging sustainability stakeholders together to catalyze actionable improvements to packaging systems and lend authoritative voice, authoritative voice on issues related to packaging sustainability. Okay, good, uh, good copy there. Um, good marketer. You need good marketers. You need good marketers to push ideas throughout the world. You just got to hope they're good ideas because marketing is a very important part of business. Sustainable Packaging Coalition envisions a world where packaging is, okay, sourced responsibly, 
optimized for efficiency, effectively recovered, non-toxic, low impact. So these things all, these are all, these all sound good. These all sound really good. You know, what's, what's challenging in sustainable packaging, frankly, I think part of it's the vision and then part of it's like the implementation. And when there's too much, and this is what I, you know, We'll, we'll do better on this show every episode. You know, this is this is about me getting out there, adding value, contributing. But I know I could do better. We can always do better in everything we do. Um, but progress, not perfection. But you got to keep it simple. I think that, you know, the brain... I was listening to something. Um, it was actually a live event. And the gentleman said the brain basically... Um, I think he had a biology background, or he said this is based on, uh, I think they call it evolutionary science, evolutionary biology, whatever it is. I don't know. But the point was, he said the brain, what the brain does is it, um, it essentially will shut down and start to wander when you start to get too complex. Hopefully your brain hasn't shut down, right? Wake up, everyone. Am I, uh, is it, am I making things too complex? So if it's too complicated, the brain sh- shuts down. And that's why you got to keep things simple. And that's why in marketing, simple messages win. Simple, straightforward messages win. You start to go too complex, you lose people. They wander their eyes. I mean, think about someone's being too complex with things, too complicated. Um, they You lose them. So the challenge in sustainability and sustainable packaging is, on one hand, it's complex. There's complexity. There's a lot of, I mean, if you've listened to the show for any period of time, you realize as you start to, I think my grandfather used to say that you talk about like peeling back the layers of the onion, right? There's many layers of the onion. My great-grandfather used to say it. Many layers to the onion, right? And you peel it back and peel it back and peel it back. There's many layers. There's a lot of complexity here to do it right. To greenwash is simple. Anyone can greenwash. But to do it right, you got to factor in the consumer. And what about the manufacturing of where it's made? And what about the materials? And what's the overall strategy? Right? There's a strategy to all of this if you don't want to greenwash. So it's complex, but at the same time, humans will shut down if it's too complicated. So it's this fine line where you know, I don't want to make it where individuals, you know, they got all these great resources, the Sustainable Packaging Coalition, but how do we make it simple so that people can grasp it? And maybe they've, I mean, I've been on the website for seven minutes, so I don't want to say they haven't made it simple because... Actually, I think they have fairly made it simple. But how do I, as an individual, I'm always thinking about this, boil this down to where it's simple but still comprehensive, as simple as possible without cutting corners to where it's greenwashing. And that's the that's the challenge that I want to encourage all of us to walk that line of where is that, where is that, where is that line? Where are you giving too much detail where you're going to confuse the heck out of people versus where are you cutting corners and... You want to make it simple. Great job. You made it simple, but you completely left out a huge part of of um, of the puzzle. Okay, so let's click around a little bit more. There's there's a news section which is cool. Um, Pre-COVID sustainability trends. A look back. Uh, getting beyond. Is it recyclable? 
engaging the consumer in circular conversation. I mean, I think we got to get beyond is it recyclable, but we also have to answer is it recyclable because, I mean, you tell me, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this show, you are very sustainably minded. Think through today as you go through your daily life and honestly, be honest with yourself, you don't have to tell anyone else, do you know whether or not the things that you're holding in your hand are recyclable and what to do with them? Just, Just see today. This will be your little test. Um, if you listen to previous episodes, you know that uh, you know if you're drinking a nice coffee and you got that cup in your hand, do you know if it's recyclable? Do you know what to do with the straw? What to do with the plastic? Do you know what to do with it? Maybe you do because you listen to our show. You know, lucky you. But uh, that that uh, I'm only joking, guys. It's 2020, and facilities are composting food and packaging. Here is how we got there. Excuse me, it's 2030, and facilities are composting food and packaging. Here's how we got there. So, obviously, they're looking into the future. Addressing plastic waste recycling through legislation and geo partnerships. Additional capacity and legislations will help existing composting facilities succeed. So, you guys know there's industrial composting facilities, and then people have their own home compost more people than i thought now that i'm like sort of aware of this and was at my neighbor's house the other day he's composting he's you know very uh talented in that area growing uh gardening and so on from farm to shelf balancing food protection and sustainable packaging so we talk about that a lot you know protecting it both from an oxygen and and gas perspective different gases the barrier property and also protecting it from the perspective of durability right durability are your chips going to break now because you you know put them in a different package where before the potato chips would transport properly and it was durable enough and you know they they figured it out let's just say for lack of a better word are your, your are your apricots going to arrive crushed because you went into a package that's too flimsy so durability barrier We've talked about that. Welcome, Lauren Francis. So Green Blue appear is sort of the I think the parent organization. So Green Blue is pleased to announce Lauren Francis has joined the team as events operation manager with the Sustainable Packaging Coalition on April twenty first. So Lauren Francis, fight the good fight, my friend, and congratulations for being named to this team. Okay, let's uh, let's continue to move on. So they got a great team, I'm sure. What a, I mean, probably a very fun job, rewarding job. Um, I like a lot of what I see, and um, we'll we'll wish them continued success in their pursuit of you know really figuring out packaging that's good for the planet. Right? How can they really help us? They have some great partners. They have some big brands that are working with them. So, um, so that's it, guys. So, um, what else? What else? What else? I'll look more into them. I'll see more about what they're doing and see if there's things that uh, I can learn and that I can adopt. I think they they're sort of like the the big board, right? The big institution, and. Um, the way that I want to try to look at this is what can I learn from them, but how can I keep our, you know, the great thing about Contempo, 
our family businesses. We're we're a big company, but we're still relatively you know nimble and entrepreneurial, and we're still a family business. So I want to bring the entrepreneurial mindset to sustainable packaging. I want to learn from the bigger corporations of what they're doing. But we all know big corporations; they have a lot of red tape, and um, you know I know how to meet certifications of the biggest brands in the world. We've done that for a long time, but to get to that point and to innovate, we can try things, we can test things, we can just move a little bit quicker. So that's why I think that, you know, some of you guys might see someone like the Sustainable Packaging Coalition. They're a big name. They're doing great thing. And frankly, they're, you know, you shouldn't see them as a competitive force. They're a, they're an educator and a great, a great partner in all of this for all of us. Um, but even if you don't see them as a competitor, I get the feeling, and frankly, I've thought about it too. I say, oh my gosh, they're so big. They have such great reputation. They have such a big team. They're so smart. You know, they got it covered. They got it covered. The big companies got it covered. And that is not the right mindset, guys. Not the right mindset. Let them do their big company thing. Let them invest in research. Let them, you know, promote. Let them, let them do a lot of the legwork. But believe me, the entrepreneurs in the audience here who have ideas on sustainability, these guys can help push your idea out there. So I think it's just a bad place to be where you rely too much on big companies or big institutions. It's the smaller guys, the more nimble guys, you know, people like, frankly, like us to a degree. I mean, we're not a startup, but we, I, I think, I, I think Contempo is very entrepreneurial and people like you guys who have a vision and then you can partner with guys like this. Don't and don't put it all on one guy. Like it's not the, it's not the Sustainable Packaging Coalition's responsibility to solve these problems. It's our responsibility collectively. You know, I'm contributing this podcast. I'm contributing sustainable packaging in the marketplace. I'm contributing a variety of things. And I hope I'm doing a good job and I think I'm doing a good job and could I do a better job? Yes, but I think I'm doing a good job. That's my contribution. Their contribution is a different contribution, and your contribution is a different contribution. So don't sit on the sidelines. Don't let don't sit on the sidelines because you think other people got it, number one. But more importantly, don't sit on the sidelines because you're feeling, what can I do? Oh, they're so much better. They're so much bigger. They're going to do a better job. That is not the voice you should listen to. You should listen to my voice if you're feeling that way, and my voice says... You have something powerful to contribute. You have a life experience that I don't have, that they don't have. Follow that intuition. Don't take a mortgage on your house and bet your kid's college fund, necessarily. Okay? Necessarily. Maybe you should. Um, all kidding aside, don't take reckless risk, but trust Trust your intuition in this area. You have a life experience. Think about even the things we talk about on this show. You know, are people thinking about this from a 360 degree view? Can you help solve one specific problem? Can you help solve an air, a, a problem in your specific community? Because ultimately you can go top down or it's bottom up in your community. You solve a problem that you know exists in your community. Don't don't count on Contempo or the Sustainable Packaging Coalition to do that. You got to believe in your ideas and see this is an area where we can all innovate and we can all grow. All right, so that's uh, that's my message of the day. Reach out to me, Mike M at ContemporPackaging.com if you want to uh, collaborate, connect, talk. 
FaceTime, WhatsApp, <laughs> whatever you guys want, okay? Be good, be well, and God bless. If you're looking for sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet, we have sustainable options for just about every packaging product. Email MikeM at ContempoPackaging.com and let's talk. Have a phenomenal day.